0: All right, first ever episode of
1: Ball Status. <laughs> how do you how do you like that for an intro? I do like the song. It's like, great. I think that's a great. Maybe intro. We, can we can we use that without getting sued? Yeah, why not? Good old
2: boys. Wait, I don't How think. How about we sing it ourselves?
1: Carl, you're going to have to talk into the microphone. How about we sing <laughs> it ourselves? Pretend like you've been here, Carl. Come this on. This is only my uh, third podcast.
2: <laughs> you like that? Obstacle course. Oh, course. man.
0: All right. So before, before this turns into a total S show, um, this is our first episode of Boss Status. So previously, we had Ask the Boss which was 129 episodes went on for about five years. Um, it started with, and I just would take questions related to the fitness industry, supplements, uh, bodybuilding, uh, selfie style. And then it rolled into like doing things with like a green screen and uh, became more of a production. And then it eventually turned out to be more of just a podcast style where Patrick and I would come on every week and talk about what's going on with the brands, what's going on with our lives. We would talk about just really any topic of the day, and then we would still answer questions. But So some of those episodes would roll on, um, and we decided that we've had a lot of topics to talk about related to business and health. So this podcast is going to be about the business of health, and the health of business. So we're still going to talk about our brands and things that um, affect core nutritionals, Arms Race Nutrition, America Labs, America Energy,
1: the Nutrition Corners, Crush Coliseum, and who knows what else we're going to get into. So today, it's, it's August 25th, 2021. The idea of boss status has been going around for over a year, right. well over a year and a half. So I think the constants here. So I'm Doug Miller. I'm the CEO of those businesses I just talked about. This is Patrick Mabe. My title is National Sales Director for Core Nutritionals America Labs. And then we have Carl Frady
2: to the third power.
0: Yes. And what do you do, Carl? I am the father of the nutrition corners. (laughs) The father. (laughs) Carl's our... That's way better than general manager. Carl is the... I mean, he's a father figure pretty much. He's twice as old as... He could be the father of most of our employees. Um, He is the general manager of our nutrition corners, which is a chain of 11 going on... 14. (laughs) 11 going on 14. Good math, Carl. And we've been in business for quite a while now, and... Uh, well, before I get there, so we, we, we've we taken Ask the Boss, and we've split it into two podcasts. Um, Ask the Boss has turned into updates. Wait, hold on. Subdates! So that is podcast number one, and that will be about a half an hour podcast where each week, that's a weekly podcast where Patrick and I will run through everything we got going on for the brands. This podcast... Ball status. (laughs) That's great. Ball status, we are going to talk about more topical things. So today we're going to talk about core values. Uh, But things that come across our plates on a daily basis running these businesses Um, In the the fitness industry so like I said this is gonna we're gonna talk about the health of business So this is going to be related to things happening in our business at the time and just the business and health and how we run it Um, We don't claim to know everything. We don't claim to know anything So this is really going to be from our perspective of how we've created um, Numerous what we like to think successful businesses again, I think we all know that we can be better and get better, and we will get better and continue to grow. But I think we have a lot of experience between the three of us at this table. So um, Patrick and I will be on every episode of this. Uh, we will have regular guests. So this week we're starting with Carl Frady. I think Carl will probably be a pretty regular guest of, this, of these conversations. I think Kenton Engel, who is our uh, CMO of America Labs, America Energy, um, somebody I've been working with for the past 10 or 15 years and has been involved in the businesses uh, quite a bit. Um, we'll bring more of a philosophical, I think, approach to these podcasts. Like, you guys will definitely need a dictionary <laughs> when he comes on, so hopefully we'll turn down that Kentonese. And he is located in Canada, so he can't get out of Canada because of that, there Rona, and uh, so he's going to be there, so we'll have to Zoom him in when we do that. We are in our new HQ in Statesville, North Carolina right now. I'm just getting the
1: housekeeping out of the way. Oh, uh, keep going. Um, You're doing great. We are. Thanks. I would really want to get this American Energy open, so you just let me know when we All can. right. We're almost there. Okay. So we're in our new HQ in Statesville, North
0: Carolina. So this is our little castle that we built. So the Crusher Coliseum is over there. offices over there. Warehouse is over there. Podcast room is here. This is a makeshift podcast room. So our vision for this is to build this out into a more podcasty pod- podcast room. Yeah. Does that make sense? So we want—we don't know what we're going to do yet, but we're going to do something kind of cool. Cigar
1: lounge-esque, but we can't smoke cigars in here because Doug keeps poo-pooing it. If you could find a way to filter this out. I'll ask Brian. Brian knows a guy. Who's Bri- oh. Uh, oh. Brian? Oh. This is like all- Pastor Brian. Yeah, Pastor Brian. Yeah, he's the mayor of the town. Yeah, he's the mayor. So
0: we should uh, at least stop and pause and thank our sponsors, America Energy. So America let's Energy, get in there. We appreciate
1: you. Yeah. Red, white, and blue. I'm
0: going with the Patriot Punch today.
1: I got victory. Pop. Carl uh, POV he,
0: behind the cameras over there. Got the the Hono
1: Beach. Carl, still we're getting used to the podcasting. I guess what we oh, do here, and oh, he I popped was... his top a little early.
2: Yeah, I didn't know the rules.
1: I didn't. I didn't wait. All right. So, what are we going to talk about today? Core values.
0: So, this has been something. I think a lot of the topics that we'll probably end up talking about surround uh, pretty much our secular Bible. For this, for the stores and for the brands, and that's uh, good to great. Which is a book that Carl first introduced us to. I don't know, ten years ago or something like that. Um, was it that long ago? It was
1: a Jim Collins' book. Yeah, it's great. Um, Carl introduced it ten years ago, or it came out ten, years well,
0: thirteen. I introduced oh, it's eight, eight
2: years ago. Eight I've years. I've only ago. been with you guys for years. right.
0: So eight years ago, and uh, since then we've really expanded that. And I've been through all the Jim Collins books, which I highly recommend. Um, It's really what we use as the basis for developing our leadership. Um, I think there's a lot of, and and how to run a business. And I think there's a lot of great principles in there, which we could probably do a podcast on 50 different principles that we pick up and that we implement uh, from those books. So this is, um, some of the stuff that we talk about is, well, not today, because today is very much our own, uh, but some of the topics that we might talk about, you know, we'll, we'll tell you when this is our take on something or when, when this is somebody else's original idea. I think that's important. To We're not claiming to be Jim Collins. We're, tra- we're, <laughs> we're claiming to uh, have been put some of his concepts into play. Some have worked. Some haven't worked. Um, but for the most part, uh, they've been a great guideline for us. And so one of the things that a couple of his books talk about, Built to Last, Um, and uh, beyond entrepreneurship is building a vision. And what that means is having good vision has a couple different things. It has your core values and beliefs. It has your purpose and it has your mission. So your purpose is something that is, you will never, pretty much achieve. It will always be there. It's your guiding principle for us and our brands. We just talked about this the other day, um, or today, actually. Some, you know, Our purpose is to help people live the Crush It lifestyle through innovation and through superior supplementation. That's what we do on a daily basis, right? That's why we started the company, and that's what we do. And we will never be able to fully achieve that. Not We won't be able to reach everybody. So that's like A milestone that is off on the horizon that we will always shoot for but never attain. Missions are smaller goals um, and what Jim Collins likes to say, the big, hairy, audacious goals, right? So things that are a stretch will make you get better if you're going to achieve them. But that could be like a five to ten year thing. Um, Really, I think you could boil that down to as like a two to three year goal, right? So those are purpose and mission are two parts or two of the three parts to vision. The part, the third part of vision, which we're going to talk about today is core values, core values and beliefs. So what are those things that always hold true? And for businesses, there there really is no right or wrong core value, right? There are great things that some people might want to strive for, but it's probably not their core value. Uh, One of the things that we talked about, which is what we sometimes strive for, but it's not rooted in a true value. It's a great um, virtue. And one of them is give back. We give back in person, very personal ways. That is not necessarily a core value of our business. It's a great virtue. It's something we do, but it's not necessarily a principle that was like a guiding principle of, this, of, of, the, of starting this business. So uh, there are there is no right or wrong uh, core value. Um, so what we're going to talk about today is the list of a dozen. I think we have a dozen, right? Yeah, we came up with 12. Came up with 12 core values. Very and difficult. So, uh, I think this is a very important exercise that a lot of new companies should go through. And we're not a new company. Like, we, we've core has been around since 2005. I mean, obviously, back then it was just me, right? But so these are things that have kind of developed through time. But I think looking at these every so often and making sure that they are still accurate is important. These are principles and values of the founders and of the key players in the business and things that will always hold true to help you
1: push towards your purpose and achieve your missions. Does that make sense? Makes sense. And I think now, I mean, 14, 15 years, is that what you said? 15 years 15 16 but now we're in we talked a little bit about our castle we are in our castle we are in a place that is ours with more employees than ever so having these values is more even more important to solidify these now and as we continue to expand and grow so I think it was a kind of like the perfect timing to sit down and do all this so yeah so the other thing, and what I don't
0: want to confuse for mission and purpose and all these things is that there are, you know, once you have these mission and purpose, and again, these can be topics for another time, then you have to think of strategies and tactics to accomplish those. So that's not what we're going to talk about. What we're going to talk about is our personal
1: core values here at The Brands.
0: So you want to get into these? Should we just roll through these? You want to
1: go one by one? You, do you want to list all 12 and then come back? Let, let's let's just go one by one. I think so. So, so we don't get lost.
0: I'll take the first one. So this is pretty easy. So this is crush it, right? So that that each of these core, twelve core values can be distilled down to two or three words, but there's a lot more that goes behind them. And so we will flesh and have flesh these out. But what we're going to talk about is like the quick taglines that are our core values and what does that actually mean? So crush it. So crush it for us is not, this is our Nike just do it, right? Like this is the slogan that, our trademark slogan that um, for us is more than just two words put together, right? Like this is our mantra. This is how we live our life. This is not just a bodybuilding thing or I'm gonna go crush the weights or do that. But it's, it's pushing to be your best in everything that you do, not allowing or accepting Mediocrity, right? Um, so when we first
1: wrote these up, this wasn't even on the list because it was so obvious. Right. It's kind of weird, yeah. but it is. It, it even like prefaces the rest of them, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Right? Like, yeah. It's almost like instead of having core values, there are crush it values. You know. Ooh, in a sense, I like that. I like that. So the second one for us,
0: Carl. This is a this is this a is, Carl one. This is a cuckism. So if we refer to Carl as the cuck. It's that can have a really negative connotation. He says it very much can. I think you know what the cuck is, but this cuck stands for creepy Uncle Carl. Just to be very clear here, or
1: crazy Uncle Carl. Crazy
0: or Uncle crazy. Carl is probably the little bit, a little bit normal, a little bit less like. But it started because Carl really likes little kids' toes,
2: and so and that's a little bit.
0: That's a little bit weird,
1: right?
2: Yeah. I mean, I never explored with random kids. Yeah, <laughs> it was right. just my kids, and, and it, it never got like inappropriate. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> you nibble on them, you know, pour some barbecue sauce, you know. <laughs> nothing weird. <laughs> nothing weird. Yeah. yeah. Nothing weird. So
0: that, this is creepy Uncle Carl, not the cuck wow. that you might otherwise know. So the second core value that we
2: have after Crush It is? So yeah, so C-O-D-G, Can't outdream Dream God. Um, another great book that I love, uh, Wild at Heart, uh, the author of that book created another book, and it talked about heaven. Um And so more towards the end of the book, he tried to summarize a lot of what he was trying to say. uh, And it hit me like a ton of bricks. And heaven is a place where you can't outdream God. So whatever comes to mind of a life that you'd love for yourself, uh, a place that you see yourself, all those kind of things, um, personally in my life, it's come true, but in ways that I could never imagine. So, um, you know, when dating... uh, uh, Amy, now my wife, I had uh, divorced, bad divorce, uh, bad recovery. And I said, you know, I'd love a green eyed Italian woman, I'd love to, to, to date a green eyed Italian woman, you know, marry a, a green eyed Italian woman. So I started dating Amy, and regardless is her last name. And I don't know why, but I thought that was Greek. So uh, so we're going out for a couple. So you're
0: months. like send her back. <laughs> you're like <laughs> no. you're like this could have been a beautiful thing, but you're Greek.
2: So she has green eyes, and so it's like oh this is amazing, but it's like she's Greek, you know. So but it was hey no big deal. But when I found out that she is Italian, uh, her her grandmother is full blood uh, Italian. I mean I was just like jumping through the roof, and it's just. That was just one of things, one of many things that had already started to happen. And then, as, as far as how my career has worked out, you know, I want to be a bodybuilder, a paid He always said to me,
0: like from the very first time he came out to me in his creepy speedo with his shirt on, super weird. That's for another conversation. Totally, totally
1: normal at a bodybuilding show, though.
0: Yeah, yeah, but like, Carl, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> Anyways, he's a he just always wanted I to be. It you wanted to be paid to be a bodybuilder. That's what you always said. Yeah. and so you're living your dream.
2: And I am. You know, so so bottom line is know put out a dream think about what you want your life to be in every detail that you can think of and God has a better plan
0: so for these so CODG was actually another one on here which was dream big so like that it, in other words but when we write these core values and when we put them on our wall they have a very personal touch to them so we actually bought a bunch of Nike Metcons for all our nutrition corner managers um, that said, codg on them. It's because it's a something that we use. It's a very personal, a very personal thing. But in short, it means you know, dream big. You know, no dream is too silly. I mean, or, we sat or no know, idea, no idea, right? Um, we we talked about this even this building. I mean, there's there's people out there with nicer, bigger buildings or whatever. But like we talked about this five years ago. Won't it be awesome when we can build our own building and have our own gym in it? And, you know, have this amazing culture and environment. And this is five yeah. years. It'll have later. a Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Well, that might be like phase two of the build out. In, in my office. It might be phase two. <laughs> Castle 2.0. So that is, that is number three. Number two. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. number two.
1: Yeah. So that, that is number it. two, yes. Crush it. Can't out dream God. Yep. Number three. Three is live passionately. And we have in parentheses, have fun, enjoy what you do. So one of my Carl wanted to say,
0: what, it, what did Carl want to say? Never stop, play, never stop playing,
2: never stop playing.
0: So why why is that? Never stop playing.
2: So uh, I'm 44 years old. Um, my son is 21. Um, I have a niece and nephew. Uh, I have employees that are younger than my son, but I also have employees that are like 30 years old. And I feel like one of the great things that I've loved about this job from day one is that I've I'm, I am who I am, and I don't have to hide any aspect of that. I worked for a company prior to this, and I couldn't truly be who I was because it, it didn't go along with that company culture. And so at this job, it's, it's like <laughs> I've never scolded you know, for some of the <laughs> ideas that I like, Carl, what, what are you doing? You know, why well, are we you... say that
0: a lot, though. We, we Just for the record, we say, Carl, <laughs> you
2: know, freaking Carl, you know, planet like,
0: Carl,
1: planet Cuck, planet Cuck. You know, yeah.
2: I, I show up and I play. And, you know, sometimes when you're playing, you get hurt. You know, that's not fun. But, uh, you know, the pain is temporary, you know, and playing is something that as we have grown up and become adults and, and we've made bad choices and, and uh, you just forget, hey, why, why did you stop playing? what told you to stop playing in life? No one said you had to stop playing. You can play every day with what you do and the people that are around you. And, you know, my, my niece and nephew watch kids on YouTube play with toys. And I'm like, what is the world coming to when we got to yeah. watch other ki- kids play with toys? It
0: drives me crazy. Our boys like to, do, like to do that too. But my our boys play a lot, but they want to see like how they're setting up battle things. But I was like, just do it yourself. Like, yeah. uh, we don't let that. Like, we, we'll stop. Well, like, Where's
2: the creativity? Yeah, You right. know, and, and it's just... So even even with my young management team, it's like, where's the creativity? And, and I told them, like, hey, we understand what our three circles are, and I want you to take your personality and make it resonate with those three circles. What three circles? It's nutrition training and supplementation and doing that passionately. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not to create a bunch of bodybuilders or, you know, people on the cover of a magazine. It's, it's to live life with the mindset of I do care about what I put into my body. I do care about training with intensity, and I do care about u- utilizing proper supplements but what else can i do that really makes me come alive that resonates with those three circles and yes. play every day play yeah.
0: and right and you have to and being here if you're not passionate about this we know and we know on the the writing is on the wall from day one that you are not going to be not even a lifer but you're not going to last here a year or so so like that is a core value live passionately it's you know from bodybuilding to doing these businesses to you know for me I, like I'm just a passionate person. Like when I get, when I find something that I am passionate about, I fully live that. And I think that's important. And what I was saying like earlier was like, I don't care if my kids are into supplements or my kids are into um, bodybuilding or anything like that, but they need to find something. They need to find their passion because that just truly makes it better. And when you have an employees and a culture that uh, is surrounded or, you know, embodies passion, then things are fun. You don't, right. you don't stop.
1: Yeah. When well, I say you don't feel like you work when you love right. what you do. Or right. So for me, like living passionately brought me here. Right. You know, so like I remember being asked in college when I was pursuing bodybuilding, what are you doing? What do you want to do with this? What are you doing? And I was like, I, I don't know if I can somehow wrap my career around this. That's what I would want to do. I didn't know at the time. And then, but I passionately went at, was after bodybuilding and then, Doug was looking for a manager at Arlington Nutrition Corner, and the, kind of the rest wrote his history. Mm-hmm. But when we continue to grow here, not everybody's going to be a bodybuilder, like you were saying. So just, But living passionately for that crush it lifestyle, right? Like we have multiple people here that don't bodybuild, yeah. right? But Aaron is passionate about creating content and creating media, and he fits our crush it mentality and our culture. And he loves skinny jeans. And, and he's eating right And now. he plays. He's getting right? that
2: bill in, yeah. you know? Yeah.
1: He he, he gets jacked. He gets a swole on. He gets jacked. I saw him squatting that 315 that one time. About broke his back, but (laughs) (laughs) it was, yeah. All right, that's a good one.
0: So that's number three. So number four, crush it, C-O-D-G, live passionately. Number
1: four is probably what we spent the most time on today.
0: Yeah, so this is.
1: It's probably because of me. No, No, it's (laughs) it's definitely because of Cuck. (laughs) So number four is build community. So in parentheses, it says build our community. So i'm going to say it like this build our community build our culture build an environment that people enjoy right so we, we might not be for everyone we are not
0: <laughs> for everyone <laughs> we are not we've Let's, proven that wait, wait hold a on a second are you sure balls <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah you like that the more i hear well, the it's uh, a wait hold on me brigade wait, why, don't you, why don't you go through all oh, the yeah. yeah,
0: all our little sounds here. I think you can tell we're not for everyone. So uh, where was I going with that? Oh, never mind. Anyways, <laughs> we're not for everyone. No, but one of our core values is building our community. So creating an environment um, for like-minded individuals, for like us, right, um, can come together and be themselves and really have a home and have a family. And so that's what we try to do with all our brands, Um I think we struggled over the word strengthen or versus build, right? Mm-hmm. But for us, it's it, it's building the community. It's building out. I mean, we actually it was originally build our community, right? There's another core value which reaches which talks about the external community, but for us, it's building our community. So part of this is um, being ourselves, being okay with that, realizing we are not for everyone, and fostering a um, a great culture here right? So, that kind of leads into number five, which um, is pretty straightforward, but I think it's probably one of our most important, and it's related to number four. Um, So, this is be a servant. So, this is not only um, serving our clients, so really, truly serving them. So, which is getting to know them, building that relationship. And so our clients, when I talk about clients is clients can be people who buy direct on our website, people who walk into our stores, people, uh, different businesses that we sell to and actually having a personal relationship and truly trying to serve them. How can we help them? And this is not from a, uh, we're looking for hundred percent reciprocity here. This is This is what we should be. This is what we're told to do is be a servant to our neighbor. So whether or not you're going to spend money with us or not should be irrelevant. And that is the culture and a core value that we want to have. We should be serving these people, helping these people. Um, And so this one for me, I I think, is, is so important. And so this is not even only this goes beyond our internal business of our direct clients. But this means be a servant in your external community when you can. Right, so this
2: goes beyond that,
0: and so I think this is a really important core yeah,
2: value. I'm glad we changed it up. The, the, uh, two years ago, the global leadership uh, they always ended it. They didn't always, but they ended it last year with, "What's one word that sums up your experience?" And for mine, for me, it was uh, serve, and um, and I I, I love that we we were able to to clarify that for that one. It's a great way to, uh,
1: you just use. So this one says, "Be a servant." You just said serve. So uh, switching words around, I think, can really make you think differently. i mm-hmm. um, bringing up pra- Pastor Brian again, but I saw his uh, he went to a bodybuilding show and was helping a, a friend out at a bodybuilding show. And he said, today we get the pleasure of serving at this bodybuilding show. Yeah. So instead of helping, he chose the word serve, yeah. which changes everything right
0: i mean at the end of the day i mean this doesn't mean like serve like i'm going down to the soup kitchen today and i'm serving homeless people it doesn't have to be like that serving here can also mean just being maybe just being an ear to listen to maybe you call on a client and uh, or a customer that you want to sell product to and they're just having a shitty day somebody died in their family or something like that it's just being an ear to them that is being a servant right so it's it's not necessarily it's it's, it, it's all-encompassing, really, really, is what it means. Um, number six, so we got crush at CODG, live passionately build community, be a servant. This is take risks and have faith. So really, it's just take risk, but in parentheses, we put have faith here. because we, we had
1: another one, so we did a bunch of changing around. The other one was yep. faith over fear. Yes, so we had one, which kind of was also take risks. Yeah, so they combined. And this is, and just to
0: be clear, these these aren't, and like I said earlier, like these aren't things that we are trying to do, right? These are things that we do do. These are our core values. These aren't uh, virtues that we strive for. We just wanted to memorialize what are the core values that we have now. One of the things we have is take risks. One of the things that we do is we don't like let fear, you know, overconfident. Uh, encompass us right so an example is when we rebranded core last year in the midst of a pandemic right when a lot of other people kind of backed off we launched over 100 new SKUs and did all that push through which we could have lost our tail on right Mm -hmm. um but it was super successful for us right so we're never afraid to take risks now we're not when you get down here to number 10 on here you'll see what these are calculated risks yep Right, These are uh, a principle that Jim always talks about, which we have made the mistake of doing in the past, is we always want to try to shoot bullets before cannonballs. And what that means is, this is a great story. So this is, if you read, I don't even know what book it is, but it, this one really stuck with me, and we've made that mistake before. Um, so a bullet is like, in a business, it's like, you, you want to you try all these different things right you don't want to sink every like all your money into one product launch and just go full force on it all out and the the analogy is you know let's say like you're on a, a ship a warship and like there's the attacking pirates are coming on and you only have x amount of gunpowder left you don't want to just load up a giant cannonball and shoot it over there cuz if you miss then you're completely out what you want to do is just use a little bit and you know have load up a little bullet and then shoot. And then you're going to be over target. So then you adjust your sights a little bit. And then you shoot another little bullet. And it might be a little short. So then you finally shoot a lot of little bullets until you get targeted in on exactly what you need to do, which could be exactly the right product or packaging or flavoring or whatever in our case, right? And then you load the cannonball and sink the ship, right? So we've made mistakes in the past with that, right? Like we, we didn't foresee the core balls issue that we had where we put it – we spent a ton of money in runs, future runs, that we will never get back because we pulled it from the market because there was a manufacturer, an issue with our manufacturer, and, which is a whole long story, but they wouldn't even help us with it, yet it was, I think a lot of it fell on them. But we had all this extra packaging for new flavors and everything else that we spent a ton of money on, but we didn't even shoot the bullet of just doing a small, tiny run first. We kind of went all in. So, like, that is
1: the time when we made a mistake. But so, it's still, you, at the end of the day, you took the risk. We took the risk. Right? There was an opportunity for, uh, for, yeah. There's nobody's done protein balls very effectively. Nobody has a, a major Which snack we will, that is, we will bring out. We're still bringing right. back. Yep. Uh, we, we took a calculated, we, we shot a cannonball at Bethesda Nutrition Corner. Yeah. Right? Because it was the most per capita. Income. Most income in Northern Virginia. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was in our first store in Maryland. Uh, we thought we had it, had the right recipe. Yep. And we didn't. Yeah, I mean... We shot a
0: cannonball. But but now we do it differently. So, for example, on the Relaunch America Energy, I didn't buy a million cans right off the bat. I bought just enough to get our pilot out and retest the market. Even though our sleeves and cans were so much more expensive because I did a low volume, you know, we did that first as we're shooting your bullet. And now we're dropping cannonballs, right? So... Um, anyways, that goes back to taste, taking risk and having faith. And I think that's a core value that we've had from day one, where at the end of the day, it's only money in our our businesses. You know, what's the worst that can happen? I believe in our ability to do things. So
1: if we fail at something, we are going to learn from it and get better. Land on your feet. Yeah. When I think also that, so I'm going down this list and I'm tying it to my journey being working with you. And, uh, so First off, it's live passionately, right? Go after your passion. Yep. Right. To go after a passion, you probably you're not doing what is of normal. You know, I, I could have worked a different job and made a little bit more of a comfort yeah. in the begin comfortable salary in the beginning, um, but instead I wanted to follow a passion and I took a risk, right? I think a lot every which we're going to get to on number seven, mm-hmm. right? But um, to get to the spot you have to take a risk. So a lot of employees, we got, sh- we're talking to one right now. He's got to move across the country, right? A, a potential yeah. employee that's got to move across the country. That's a big risk, yeah. right? But he's following a passion. And, and we've had a lot
0: of, we've had a lot of success when people finally get it and realize that it takes a risk and an investment on their yeah. their
2: own part. Um, so risk that is, risk is all around what we've done. You know, it, it really is. I mean, because to continue to grow, not just the brands but also the retail side it's risk on your part you keep spreading yourself thinner and thinner but then it's also a risk for those that do have complete buy in both feeder in uh, because we understand that when she hits the storm uh sh- hits, hits the, the storm <laughs> <Shit> hits the storm the
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> where's that lollipop
2: <laughs> but when when we we continue to grow and we're all excited about that it's it's now, as I was telling Amy the other day, it's like I'm so excited because in my head we have 14 stores come December. Yeah, he's. And I love how you said 11 going on 14. Yeah, yeah I'm I mean, thinking like, what? did
1: you count Crush Colise- uh, Coliseum? No. In the corner that? no, no. 11 so going on 15.
2: 11 bro. going on 15. But I was there also uh, one in Virginia Beach that I've got my eyes on, and to me it's just a no brainer because I mean,
1: how many just, stores you got in your head, bro? I mean, but so Fred, when you Fred, think but hold about on. Let's just
2: hold on. Let me Think about
0: this for a second. So we got Fredericksburg, maybe. Yeah. So we got eleven now. Yes. So we got.
1: But start with Mooresville. So let's nutrition. start with
0: Mooresville Nutrition Corner. Yeah. Well, so let's do twelve. Crush it Coliseum Nutrition Corner. Okay. Did we decide is it Coliseum Nutrition Corner or Coliseum Corner? And it, no, has you, it has corner. to be in tr- Coliseum. So nutrition.
1: what or, or is it Crush it Nutrition Corner or Coliseum Nutrition Corner? I like I Coliseum because Crush it is Core Nutritionals
2: mantra and this is not just a Core Nutritionals yeah. store. Yeah, yeah. Right. So so we're getting ready to have a C three in, so we can have a C two in. Okay,
0: crush it, call it, crush, it. So crush it. So, crush it is twelve. Mooresville is thirteen. Yep, yep. Uh, Fredericksburg is fourteen. Yep, yep. Uh, another one in Newport News would be yep. fifteen. Yep. Sixteen would be another one in Virginia Beach. Yeah. So that would be seven stores this year?
1: Sounds like cannonballs, right? And it bro, bro, sounds that, like a 50-mile pace. That's a whole other conversation yeah. where you should
0: always mark, march at a 20-mile pace. Not We're marching at about an 80-mile pace. We're going to put
1: plugs in here that are going to be boss statuses down the road. How about that? But, I mean, it's like, like, okay, but when that you look at that, yeah.
2: they're, they're calculated risks, right? Yeah, they're, and they're yeah. based off of the successes that we've seen over the past 12 months. Well, And the
0: great thing about stores now is we don't do a store unless we can afford to do a store. So at the beginning, we needed capital to open as many stores as we can. Like, we always took some type of, um, you know, loan off the bat. Well, we don't do that anymore, which is great, which is makes you really disciplined, right? Like, because it also makes you just reinvest a lot more money back into yep. it. So, um, which is a whole other topic for conversation, which, by the way, guys, if you're listening to this on YouTube or Spotify, you can email us, Um at info at core nutritionals and submit questions, or you can just put them in the comments. You know, like if you want topics or things like that, we can speak on. Yeah. Um,
1: Is the I, only place to comment though. YouTube, you can't comment on Spotify or anything. can
2: you? Uh, no.
0: So that's six. So we got crush it. C O D G live passionately, build community, be a servant, take risk number seven,
2: but, but to go back and finish the thought on the, <laughs> on the taking the risk, because I want people to understand this. It's like taking risks. Those happen every single day of your life to be able to take a risk and anything that i've ever heard from business to relationships i mean any of those things anything that was at the end of the time worthwhile was a risk oh sure on top of risk on top of risk Yeah. and uh you know so that, that we we have done nothing but continue to take risks um you know it, people leaving that hey that that's, that's nothing that we get upset about now it's just hey that's part of what we do and used to and and you know yeah you know you you, you throw your hat and you Piss him and, and you you question the world. You question yourself, and and now it's just like, hey, th- it's a part of it. Because again, this isn't for everybody, you know. And uh, so it, the take risk thing, it just it's so much more than just in business. It, it's also the, the, the other aspects of relationships. You're taking risks in relationships, and and it can be somewhat personable uh, or taken personally. Um, but that is a part of why it's such a core value for us is because we continue to take the risks. And we continue to keep winning because of that. Yeah, and just just to be
0: clear, we continue to win the war, but sometimes our
1: battles we lose. Yeah, Yeah, totally. Right. So And that's the hard it's hard in in the war to like you you've had a rough month. Right. The nutrition corners have had a up and down month with things yeah.
0: w- w- let's say with staffing
1: staffing, well, on staffing. That, I mean, well yeah there was a issue
2: got, the other week oh yeah we got somebody we got b- shitty water right so we had to yeah you know, we right? got somebody busted into one of our stores we got we b- busted into a store i mean it's like you know we got a, 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 a but a see year.
0: i don't even feel like
2: it's been a shitty month i mean yeah i'm not in the They're, day-to-day
0: but still it's yeah. just like overall overall the war is going great yeah, overall right.
2: like but things on top of that it's like you know, I, I just presented seven new contracts. Like, that was, like, such a huge high I rode that day of my career is seven new contracts. were, were It's actually eight, uh, nine, nine contracts. And it was all great situations that happened because people left, right? Yeah. And and then challenging new new management staff because of the the, the water situation, because of the And
0: reinvesting you with, know. you know, nicer contracts than maybe otherwise. Yeah. You know, so it's just... Well, yeah, it's so that, the emotion of the war yeah. is to
1: take, when you lose a battle, to take a step back, put yourself in perspective, and realize that, like, no, I'm still winning. Yeah, still right? winning, yeah. You know. I, and the I, last thing on this one, uh, take risks. Um, when I really like, now I keep looking at this and thinking, thinking, but that we wrote Have Faith, because when you go to take that risk, as audacious, as hairy as that risk might be, <laughs> To, to have faith yeah. and, and still go yeah. for it right and like, it ties which which
0: to. we all we all um Wait, it, me up. yeah we all which Let's we all sometimes um I, I don't suffer from <laughs> you try to figure out like it's like
1: how sh- how should i sit when I got we're, this cord so like, go, going how, all the way do, across, we really do, need some Bluetooth, hey guys, jump. hey guys, Bluetooth jumps. You should have
2: like a count of how many times I've adjusted this mic. Yeah, I'm yeah. over here still. I mean, if you watch
1: out. podcasters like like Andy Frisella, he's always, you know, he's getting intense. So yeah. get up on that yeah. mic, real not, yeah, a Yeah, and I'm, say yeah. the F word about 10 times. Yeah. So what the heck was I talking about?
2: We're, we're still on take risk.
1: Yeah, but what With was I faith. said? You didn't. I said have faith. When you go take that hairy risk, remember to have faith. And you were getting into it then. I
0: know, it? but you, you distracted me. I don't know this, what it did. It's like, it's like where
1: should I, where should I put my my yeah, hands? Yeah, I'm sorry. Where should I put my hands. That's my fault. <laughs> what well, do you well, want to move on? We've been here for a little bit.
0: Well, Darren, man, it was a, a good, good one too. We'll come, back we'll come
1: back to you. Back. You think? I don't know, man. I think we're lost. I think we should just. I think we'll we'll <laughs> i right,
0: f- still figuring it still out. Figuring it out. I
2: bet you took that. You know, you'd figure it out. All right. So number
0: seven is earn it.
2: Uh, In parentheses,
0: we have nothing is given, grind. Grind. And so that has been our mantra. Like, we don't need you to be a whiny little biatch on here. It just won't work. If you think you are entitled to something, like, show us. Like, you're not entitled to squat. Like, you have to earn it. And this has been something from day one. When you come here and start, you know, we're not going to offer you the highest salary right off the bat. Will we create an opportunity Or allow you to create an opportunity to get to that point and create that? Absolutely. And as you succeed, you will be rewarded as such. And I think there's a lot of stories of people having faith, coming on board, maybe taking a pay cut right off the bat, but then have then transitioned to be in a much better situation now. So um, earn it is really important. And so for all our uh, potential future employees – uh, and current employees who are lo- watching and listening to this, you guys need to understand that, yep. right? That is part of our culture. We all have earned it, yep. and you need to too. There's no, just because you're here for three months doesn't mean you get a raise, yep. right? You have to hit certain things, right?
1: Just because you're here
0: for three years doesn't mean you get a raise. You know, if you're not progressing in three years, clearly you're not doing something right.
1: Carl, I have a question. Yeah. Have you ever had an official review with Mr. Douglas? I have not. Me neither. Nope. How many years have you been going?
2: Eight years now. Yep.
0: Going and on what seven? I saw Pat right off the bat, I was like, what did what we talk about today? I was like, talk about the receipt paper. I don't I don't about, always tell you you're doing a good job, but I'll tell you when you screw up. The word was
2: F. I, I, yeah, I know so as said, long as I keep getting it. I'm trying
1: it. to keep this PG as much as I can. I just yeah. read flash today. I've had a lot of flashbacks. That you pushed the Arlington <laughs> thing yep. today. 2015 is just like uh, I was getting groomed deep. into this person that I yeah. am more, you know, today, and I didn't realize it.
0: Well, you know? so one of the things that we we could talk about on a whole other po- podcast that we do is in culture, Nate, is what we try to do and is what you should do is like create a culture. Um, I have this awesome quote that I'm going to pull up in here about creating a culture of discipline. And, you know, that uh, slides right into number seven here, which is be disciplined. Oh, that's eight, number eight. Sorry, we did earn it and then be disciplined. They're very much related, right? So kind of related to not having necessarily a formal review is like, you know, you need to be disciplined and we are, I think we've done a pretty good job and I don't have a perfect solution for people of how to do this, but create a culture of discipline. If you create a culture of discipline, you don't need to micromanage. And when you don't micromanage, you give people freedom. When you give people freedom, really cool stuff can happen, right? So um, we try to create, at least I try to not create overcomplicated structures and all these different things to give people that freedom, but it's only in living a disciplined life and trying to instill a culture of discipline where that can be successful. And so be disciplined is number eight. I I think it's so important. Let me see if I can pull up this quote that was awesome.
1: Um, it also goes. I mean, that one can. I mean, be disciplined in your own like the Crush It lifestyle, which we embody health here, right? Mm-hmm. So being disciplined with your own life, your own health creates a, creates a, a better employee, a better uh, brother or sister in the workforce, right? So being disciplined in your own ways, whether it's finances, your own health, you know, creates a better person and then creates a better workforce. Right. Um, so that one, I mean, all of these can be broken down multiple different ways, but I think being a a disciplined person, waking up early in the morning to go work. I mean, if you're working a, a nutrition corner shift and as a manager and you work an 11 hour day, be disciplined to focus on your health. Right. Wake up. Wake up an hour early. Go to the gym before your store opens. Plan out your meals. Right. And we found anyone who
0: didn't do that has not fared well here. Yeah. And so, like, and I think that starts with the leaders of our company. It starts with me. It starts with you guys. That people see us being disciplined in our own health, in our own goals, in our own things, and that is how you create a culture. It has to be from the top. If it's not from the top, and, and again, we don't like to think of this as a higher hierarchical. Is that is that correct? Close Sorry enough. Yeah, you're, you're not going to you know get a challenge from us. <laughs> I don't
2: know. I taught him some words. What <laughs> word? We <laughs> <You laughs> were on <laughs> the phone the other day. And oh, was it a real word? Me, let me look that up. You know, let me, oh, there was that really I a was, word? I was like, and where I was like, Carl, where
0: did you learn that word? And he's <laughs> like, I don't know. I saw a DVD or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, I learned
2: that a long time ago.
0: Hierarchical, yeah. So like, we we don't like to think there there is no like. Nobody is too good to scrub a toilet. Nobody's too good to do certain jobs. We try not to see like low level employees and high level employees. We try to do that. But for the, when I say at the top, the people who've been here from the ground, from the beginning, those are the people that, where the culture starts and where discipline starts. So here's a quote, and, and this is pretty great. Um, this is from Jim Collins. This is from Beyond Entrepreneurship. So, uh, an overarching theme across our research findings is the role of discipline in separating the great from the mediocre. True discipline requires the independence of mind to reject pressure to conform in ways incompatible with values, performance standards, and long-term aspirations. The only legitimate form of discipline is self-discipline, having the inner wheel, will to do whatever it takes to create a great outcome, no matter how difficult. When you ha- Now, this is a great part. When you have disciplined people, you don't need hierarchy. When you have disciplined thought, you don't need bureaucracy. When you have disciplined action, you don't need excessive controls. When you combine a culture of discipline and an ethic of entrepreneurship, you create a powerful mixture that drives great performance.
2: Doesn't that just give you tingles so and dingles? Some I mean, of it goes I into number even nine. Get some tingles and my titters, you know, it, so, and the dingles and the, and, the... and the dingles at the same time. I mean, oh, I'm yeah, overwhelmed it, over here. You know, it's like I don't know that what to say. His video and he's like, "Ooh, I think there's flames and heat coming <laughs> off of that right now." You know, you know what I'm saying? i Off <laughs> this, morning. Oh, Lord. I'm, yeah, am <laughs> this, this right here, you know. Um,
0: yeah, so that's awesome. So I mean, like that is exactly correct. Like, so a culture of discipline. If you don't have that. Uh, if you're not a disciplined person, I think you can teach discipline and you can yes. you can you can you can work at it, but you I, cultivate, you can cultivate it and but our, you know it part of it is not me, you know, harping on people for not being disciplined. It's other people seeing us be disciplined in what we do that has created the culture of discipline. Yes. and the people that can't get that or don't pick that up don't
2: last. Yep.
0: so be disciplined is absolutely uh one of our core values
2: what would you recommend to somebody who wants to become more disciplined because i find wake up early
1: get up an hour earlier start with little things
2: yeah
0: little things
1: like i mean like literally little
0: things and let me let me say that like i am disciplined in many aspects of my life so i don't set i don't have a routine necessarily uh and i could always get better um Of, okay, the first 10 minutes of my day, I'm going to have my quiet time and meditate, say prayers, and do my, you know, read the Bible and do all that. And then I'm going to, um, I don't know, Uh, I'm going to write down the three things today that I have to get, five things on my power list i got to get done today. I think those are all great things for people, period. I think they are essential for people who are not disciplined by nature. Yes. Right? So... Like, if you have just more of a disciplined nature
1: to yourself, those things,
0: I think, are helpful, but I don't think that's going to derail
1: you. It's right? kind of like when somebody asks for help with, uh, with nutrition and they're not a disciplined person, you probably put them on a meal plan first, right? Yeah. Instead of giving them, if it fits your macros, and just giving them macros to, exactly. to go off on, yeah. right? They, they're, yeah. they're more
2: likely going to fail, right? Yeah, the, uh, the, one of the things that I found... Uh, as we've progressed with uh, different management at the nutrition corners is the lack of structure in a day. Yes. Um, I remember when I went from high school to uh, uh, um, community college, um, whether you showed up or not, it didn't matter. I had all this freedom. Yeah. Uh, I could be 15 minutes late. You know, I could not show up, you know, it's at the end. You, do you have an A or not? And, uh, I've, I see that so much in young people is that they have no structure to their day. They have no structure to their work schedule. So it's to find structure and to have a set schedule that I do wake up and go to bed at the same time. I work. This is what I work Monday through Friday or whatever it might be. And I always train at this time. Those are the priorities, right? And, and um, I am a huge fan uh, of creating a to-do list. But yep. more importantly, the, a to-do list needs to be needs to be set based around goals that you're passionate about what's a one-year five-year 10 year 20 year goal and your goals each day should pertain to that because why am i doing the work then like why? what gets me excited what gets me out of bed um what gets me in that mood of that hey i'm playing versus working so do you think disciplined so. is a genetic thing no
0: so i don't know so like i i remember back to high school like i remember and i was a a nerd, but not a nerd, if that makes sense. Like, I was in all the top classes and getting straight A's and doing all that stuff. I was extremely disciplined. Where did I get that? Is that... I mean, you know, my parents were, you know, great parents. And, I mean, clearly they were turning <laughs> You know, but... Uh, Judy! Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Judy and Jeff. Um, you know, but I don't... like. Was that instilled? How it in tenth grade? Like I'm even in like eighth grade. I remember not jerking around in lunch. I would do my homework in lunch, yeah. so that when I got home, I didn't have any homework. So, so like to me, that's disciplined, or maybe that's just, um, ambitious. I don't know what that is. But I remember at a very young age, like trying to be very regimented and like, okay, so I got you know. I'm doing swimming before school and then I'm going doing this. And then I'm like at lunch, I'm doing all my homework and then I'm getting all this done. I'm like, I got all my stuff done way ahead of time. Like, is that? So is, I, is that I genetic?
1: sometimes, I don't know. I describe you sometimes Uh-oh. as, uh, cause you're this, you're this natural bodybuilder that you have, you do have genetic, uh, uh, Abilities there yeah. right, as a as a bodybuilder and your physique, but you also have this disciplined mindset, right. and it all just has added up to right. your physique. It is today, but you also, and that's like a one percent kind of person. You're also this one percent kind of person in your in, in your brain, in your mind. Like you're super smart. Uh, Thanks, like, I'm like, over here. No, I'm I'm serious. Yeah. I so I do think I, maybe it is genetic. Maybe there's just. Or not genetic, or it's just well, maybe maybe the, the in raw DNA. intelligence is it, it could
0: be genetic, and maybe the muscle structure could be genetic, but is 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 hard work and discipline. So I've always argued my best genetic attribute has been hard work, and, which is kind of cheesy, but it's true. Like is being disciplined genetic? I know we're getting off topic. This could be a whole other. Well, so, oh, so I was going to say eventually, because I think no. there's
2: a lot of people that that struggle, especially I I, I hate to say, it, but I I think young people. Uh, are very fucking lazy as a as a generation as a whole, and there's a lot of things that we could debate, and who cares about all that? But it's like I don't find myself to have the same story as you, you know. Um, I found that that the the way that my father raised me um, with doing chores, having it being inspected, uh, he showed me how he wanted it done, and then I was expected to deliver that result every time. I got a you know a little quarter here, a dollar here, whatever. But I remember my dad coming home wouldn't even get out of his fatigues. Uh, and we were at the dinner table for hours doing homework, and I just remember at one point it clicked over. It's like, "Hey, Dad, I'm good," you know. And I became a straight A B student, you know. And so it was, it was, it was, I had to put in a lot of hard work. My day became very structured and organized. There was no play until your homework was done. So sometimes it was all school, and then all school, and you got to, to the so, point. So where sometimes you I wonder what clicked. what what pushed. Me to
0: do that without, like, I never felt pressure from my parents. The gratification
2: but, of the, the, of the. I work. mean,
0: I think it was almost self pressure. It was self pressure, and maybe it was like, you which know, is psych- probably part of your DNA. Yeah, part right? of it. Yeah, it's, it's psychological. Like, you know, my brother went to Princeton, so he was going to Princeton, so he was clearly, you know, top of his class too, and like maybe I felt pressure to do that.
1: Like, um,
0: I, I don't I know. I think, I think, That's I, th-
1: I think mostly discipline is taught. You know, like it's, as you're growing up, I think. Your parents are a huge role in how you create those disciplines. Um, but then eventually the the person yeah. takes over those disciplines, learn those new habits, developed, and then takes it where, where they want to take it.
0: But it's like right. anything else. You have to practice. So you have to put in the work. So, like, that's how – to answer – get back to your original question uh, before we get too sidetracked here. You have to put in the work. You have to practice it, practice doing disciplined things bef- until it becomes – Second I nature, have it. Yeah. I have
1: it. What do they say it takes 30 days or 60 days to I think o- I
2: overall, like whether you are genetic or not. I mean, obviously we debate all that stuff, but at the end of the day, what keeps fueling, what keeps fueling that is it's the gratification of what that hard work yielded. Yeah. You know, a job well done. And unless you've done a little sneak of the mullet, uh, oh, that's so sexy. uh unless you've actually put forth that effort and, and, and the blood, sweat and the tears and all that kind of stuff you don't really have that extreme gratification of your hard work yep. uh, and seeing your potential because you were never pushed to do it. Like, I was pushed.
0: I mean, that's one go. of the best things about people who've done bodybuilding and have done well is that the amount of discipline. And I, I think it, there's a lot of downsides to hiring bodybuilders, yeah. but, but you know, um, one of the, the greatest attributes is following through and pushing through
1: difficult and Thanks. Carl and I talked about this last night and growing up, how important sports are ah. in creating discipline in, totally. young, in yeah. younger
2: individuals. Yeah. I mean, if you're a parent out there and you're, you're listening to this shit right now, you need to tell your, co- your kid's coach, yell at my kid. Yeah. Coach him. Constructive
1: and like, yelling. Constructive. Right? Yeah, beat him. You know? But it's
2: Constructively. Like, you know, nibble on his toes. Constructively. But, you know, it's like if, if, you, if you are uncoachable, yeah, good luck in the workforce. Yeah, you know, uh, and these kids are not coachable because no, that no one, no one, everyone is afraid to be a coach now.
0: I feel like we need so, two American energies
2: in this podcast.
1: I've had enough energy drinks or like How many caffeine. I need a lot. I, st- of I opened, I mistakenly opened a, one preparing for studying this earlier. Yeah, I didn't only had a, half of it, but I had a coffee this morning. Uh, I just feel wired, and I, I didn't train it. I don't know. Uh. I just feel. I feel like I got all
0: early. right so let's keep moving so yeah. be disciplined so we have crush it codg live passionately build community be a servant take risk earn it be, tis- dis- be discipline discipline be disciplined number nine is take ownership figure it out
2: figure it out figure it, it out
0: dude we will always still be figuring it out well so one of the questions at one of our nut bashes which is a big annual event that uh june 2022 market calendar Gonna be off the hook. Anyways, little commercial there. June twenty twenty two. What Tw- June? The month of June. Market calendar. Twenty twenty two. Yeah, I didn't have this. But well, we don't have this. It's the last weekend in June. Weekend uh, after Father's Day. Weekend after Father's Day in June. Um, we have then asked the pros seminar. One of the questions was like, uh, what do you look for in hiring somebody? You know, is it, is it their schooling? Is it their experience? And and it's 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 sometimes hard to tell just by a resume, but my. F- favorite or the most important skill that somebody can have uh, useful skill is being able to figure it out taking ownership of something and seeing it through from start to finish even if they have no freaking idea how to do it yeah right because some people these days oh i I don't know how to uh, whatever i don't know how to sand that piece of wood
2: (laughs) i I don't know what i'm saying (laughs) I don't know, whatever. But like, yeah, establishing a business license, you know, yeah, uh, figure, working figure with the effing city of Norfolk over just wanted to do some damn smoothies. Yeah. Yeah. F their <laughs> grease trap. Yeah. Bureaucratic. All
0: right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that was, uh, got awkward. <laughs> figure it out. Figure it out. So at the end of the day, having the ability to figure it out, because uh, I had no idea what I was doing when I started these businesses, I still do the books for all our brands like literally the books, which hopefully by the end of this year, that's going to change. But um, I'm not a trained accountant. I just figured it out. I didn't know how to start a business or get a business license or get an EIN number or do all these things. Right? like, I don't How do you do it? He but, can do it in five minutes now. Yeah, I can. I did it for Amy. Remember exactly. uh, the Google machine and the YouTubes? Yeah. They're great. You know, just be resourceful. Take ownership over a project. The other thing is, is like, i like to ask people when they can expect, I can expect something to get done and let them set the deadline. So we just, you know, we just talked about this earlier today. If you set a deadline and you don't make it, and that was a deadline you set, shame on you. Like, that's a huge disappointment. Like, that's a big, for me, that's a big pet peeve. Like, don't do that. Like, if you work here and you set your own deadline, it's one thing if, like, we set unrealistic deadlines for somebody and they can't do it. But if you set your own deadline and then you don't do it, that's a problem, you know. So, you know, that's taking ownership and being able to figure things out. And, you know, that kind of also goes back to number three, earn it and grind, is just like, you know, it would do whatever it takes to get it done if you set that deadline. Take ownership of it and figure out how to get it done. So that, for us, has always been a key. That's a virtue, uh, but also one of our core values that we uh, reward. You guys have anything else to say about that?
1: Yeah. just Besides, we didn't specifically uh, touch on making mistakes, but if you do make a mistake, take ownership of it. We yeah, also and talked about uh, treating in, in taking ownership, treating, even though you own the businesses, treating the business like it's your own, which yeah. kind of goes into... Number 10.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Which is collect the
2: gold so, dust.
0: Yeah, this is taking ownership. That's a good point. So taking ownership here is also like pretend like it's yours. And number 10 is collect the gold dust. This was a saying that Carl brought, brought to the company. And you got two sayings in here. And, and, and it really it really um, is something that truly is a core a core value. I mean, Pat, you have a great story about, cole- about collecting the gold dust. And collecting a gold dust is like don't just piss away money right? Treat the business as your own, as your own money. And, you know, when we give somebody a manager's position at a store, we tell them, treat this business as if it was your business and collect the gold dust. That means don't be uh, frivolous with your spending. You know, we, we give them all credit cards. Don't be stupid. Don't spend money on little things. That's how small businesses fail. It, that, that's really, and, and when you collect a lot of gold dust, you're going to be a millionaire. Yeah. You can create gold bars, right? Ooh. You like that?
1: I do like what? that. Yeah, you you like
0: want to tell your, uh, collect the gold dust story?
1: Yeah. So 2015, I was working at the Arlington Nutrition Corner and Doug was in my ear every single day. He'd come in, <laughs> come, in come in at like <laughs> 10, 10 o'clock, you know, 11 o'clock. I don't know what, even what time you come in, but, yeah. uh, anyways, I got a phone call at the Arlington Nutrition Corner and they're like, we see that you're due for like uh, some uh, some printer paper, receipt paper, and I was just all of it. Uh, I'm operating Core Nutritionals out of the Arlington Nutrition Corner at the same time the website, and I just heard, oh, I'm out of uh, zebra paper for my label printer. I need I need labels. Yeah, I I need I need I need printer paper. Yeah, send me send me a case. So uh, a case of five hundred plus rolls of receipt paper comes in. Not not printer paper. It was receipt. It was receipt paper. It was not what I was expecting, and I mean I don't know how much it costs. I mean that that literally lasted could last a single store about ten years. I mean it was probably like five hundred bucks, maybe a thousand.
0: No, no, dude, it was it was like 60, 70 bucks. It was small. Oh. <laughs> it was small. No, dude, it was... Even it better. It was, un, better. It was a, under $100. But the thing is, if you went into the back room, we had a... Like, there was two unopened, There
1: was one full unopened box and then an entire drawer full of this receipt paper. And, yeah. So, yeah, so I, it was not necessary. I didn't need it. And I couldn't send it back. We literally just ran out five and, years later. And uh, Doug looks at me and goes this is how small businesses fail. <laughs> and I'll never forget it. Passionately. And it stuck with me forever. Yeah. And uh, now I think about every expense and I've, you know, <laughs> I, ever, I ever do. So that was, yeah. And then take ownership was, uh, I messed up something and Doug was like, I, I might not tell you when you do a good job, but if you fuck up, I'm gonna tell you when you fucked up and you fucked up. <laughs> and I'll never forget that one
2: either. Those are
1: good days. They are.
2: We're talking about them right I now.
0: I can think of a couple more that we might need to add to this one. Yeah. Um,
1: Remember that one time? At band camp? I just, there's, there's a couple what? Carl ones. They're the funny. What? <laughs> what? You left a sign outside the back of the Newport News, and it got stolen or something. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was great. The Williamsburg sign. Oh, yeah. We? Minute, but we got our money back, you know. So. <laughs>
0: yeah, we had to file an insurance claim. I know, but I mean,
2: who? how am I supposed to know people thought a sign that says Williamsburg nutrition <laughs> would be worse something, you know?
1: I and guess if you know how to break that material down. It's a teachable moment, you know? All right, so collect the gold dust, so. Think about it as company money, right? Don't I yeah. Don't, that was so that's
0: part of thing. taking ownership, right? Like you take you got to take ownership of everything. Don't be frivolous, you know, with uh, your spending. Uh, number so so the first f- uh, five are kind of more commun- uh, like uh, higher. How do I want to say this? The last five that we just said, you know, be a servant, take risks, earn it, be disciplined, take ownership, collect the gold dust. Those are really, a lot of that is like things that all our employees should be thinking about. I mean, they should be thinking about all of these, right? But the, the, the crush of the CODG, live passionately, build community, all that, be a servant. Those are like overarching. They're more individual. They can be more
1: individualistic. Is that a word? Individualistic? Sure. It sounds like a lot so, of, I mean, it
0: sounds
2: copacetic to me.
1: Copacetic. That was it. That was
0: the word. That was the word.
2: <laughs> I got um, Mr. Take that, take that, you valedictorian. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, there's so, but like the take risk, the earn it, be disciplined, take ownership, collect the gold test. Those are very kind of specific to um, the everyday employees being better, being better right? Right. So, uh, number 11 and 12 are a little bit more overarching, and that is uh, follow the ethics over, uh, well, it doesn't say follow ethics, it just says ethics over money. And we have a number of examples here where we could have made more money or could have changed our I got one. Our our ideals or changed some of these core values.
1: Or mani- changed our manipulated purpose. our purpose around yeah. Yeah. to yeah. potentially make more money.
0: Yes. And um, so we choose doing the right thing in ethics over money every single time.
2: Yeah. What you got? Oh, it's, it's, it's funny because it's like even my own family and friends, sometimes they'll go out and they'll buy supplements uh, that, that are not core and so on and so forth. Um, and then they ask me my opinion after the fact and I'm like, all right, let's just get past that. Cause you know what I do. Um, but we manufacture, right? We, we do our own. I mean, we do everything that people just don't even know about, right? You know, all the third party testing and a lot testing and you know, we had a situation at the Nutrition Corners where there was an ingredient that didn't spec out for our product that we wanted to create, and we know of another brand that actually right. went with that um, so that they could keep that product on the shelf, and we didn't do it. We could have done it. Right. Customer never would have known about it, but that's not who we are. Right. You know, so um, it, was, it, was, uh, it was great for our, our management team to, to see that, hey, we do stick to that so um, there's 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 two other things that come to my mind though
0: uh well we, we haven't hit all our core values yet uh, <sighs> but i think i think ethics over money it could be related to this and that is demand the best all right so one of our core values is creating the best supplements out there don't take shortcuts so um It's funny because we have two opposing things that we do here, right? One of them is um, demand the best and and really try to create the best. But at the same time, you have to keep, there's this this like the, the opposing idea here of get mo, which is good enough to move on, which I think these two things of demanding the best and good enough to move on are two like opposing that you need a balance of both of those. So, like, I'm not sure how we amend our core values, but we have both of those throughout what we do, right? There's a lot of times, I mean, we, we don't have, for, for what we do, we don't have that many employees. And there has to be a decision of, like, does this really matter or is this good enough to move on, get more? Um, but at the same time, we demand the best. And so, like, at least from a product, you know, a product quality standpoint, um, so I, that just kind of popped into my mind is two things that we want to, might want to revisit as we are, you know, making these core values concrete. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how those two things work into this. Uh, well,
1: where are you with demand the best? Which core so value I, is
0: that? I, I am, so I, now I'm speaking specifically to what we do. So a lot of these are, uh, you could apply this to a lot of the different things, right? You don't have to apply this to dietary supplements. But when I'm saying demand the best.
1: So you're coming up with that one. You're not pulling that one. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no.
0: Demand the best is something that like, one of our core values is not compromising product quality. I feel like that should be a core value as well. So maybe we just
1: added a 13th. And a 14th.
0: Which is what?
1: Demand (laughs) the best. Well, that's, oh, those, that, those, those uh, are the okay, same. I got you.
0: Do not compromise. We never compromise our product quality. Is that crush it though?
1: In all that you do, do it the best.
0: Right? Could be. Yeah. It could be. And so maybe that is part of when we, we flesh
1: these out a little right. bit more. I like that. When we go into more detail of what it is. Just remember. Just for.
0: remember that for crush it. So demand it's, it's the demanding the best and or, or demand the best. But specifically for our business is you never compromise our
2: product quality. And and Gitmo, it's it's so funny because I was watching uh, uh, Captain America Winter Soldier uh, the other day. I I effing love Marvel. And uh, it's funny how it resonates with what's going on in the world. And at one point, he doesn't want to sign the accords Mm -hmm. um, having the Avengers answer to somebody. And... um, one of the characters in there talks about where you can compromise, compromise, and where you can't put both feet down. And even if the whole world is telling you to move, yep. don't move. Yep. And um, and I think that resonates with crush it. Like you can do what you're going to do, but that's not how I roll, right? You know, we crush it. You know,
0: yeah. So I mean, it's just in how we run our business, the way we run our business. Getmo is in there. We need to understand that. Our business will be better off. We can affect more people in a positive way by Getmo than we can if we spend more time on something.
1: Right, like you say a lot. Don't let perfection be the enemy of the good. Right, right, right. But it's different from demanding the best. And so there's we have you have to kind of it's a it's a delicate. You have balance. to be disciplined. You, you have, have to, to be know be. when is the, when is exactly. it right. Exactly. When which, when it. When does that situation go which way? Right? Yeah,
0: so I, I, I like making sure that we have demand the best and uh, never compromising on product quality in our, underneath our overarching crushing.
1: I do think uh, I li- we like the bullets. We like the single one, two, three word. Well, that's what I was but saying. I do think sen- sentences under each. Is well, important. I mean, you could listen
0: back to this podcast and you could write three sentences under each of these. Right. Because right. like, there's more to it. That's why we're having this podcast is really to flesh these out. And I
1: like the idea of... I mean, I think we spent yep. 30 minutes on discipline.
0: Yep. Never compromise. All right. Last one.
1: We got one more. We got we're an hour and 10 minutes in, bros. Yep. Number 12
0: Be humble. Sit down. Be humble.
1: I don't know how many us.
0: Train hard. So, number number going to make that 12 shot, is stay humble. And in parentheses we put here, it's it's we not I. You know? So, no matter how successful we become, or I become, right, or any of us as an individual becomes, one is we have to remember it's you didn't get there by yourself. It's always we. And so I make it a point, and it just is natural to me, when I write Instagram posts or emails or whatever talking about, and I'm going to say it how I don't say it here, my businesses, I don't write it that way right? Because technically, if I'm 100% owner, they're my businesses. But I, I don't, th- I don't think in that way. These are our businesses, right? Our being collectively, our being Stephanie at home, our being you guys here, our being the guys out in the warehouse packing orders. They are our businesses, right? And that is part of our culture. And that's one of our core values. So, and that's part about being, st- uh, staying humble. It's not about me, right? It's, not about any individual one of us. It's about you know us as a team, and no matter how successful we come, stay humble. Like it's it's it's, it's something that I've tried to do from day one. I think it's something that I do decently well,
1: um, and I think it's part of our culture that we have to remember that. Uh, the two words are very similar, but I've always really liked the word humility. Yeah, right. Like don't be afraid to. Express or show humility. Yep. Um, it always, I don't know, it just goes a little bit deeper for me. Yeah. Um, you know, if somebody's always talking about I, talking about what they have, they they're probably don't have a lot of humility. You know, um,
0: you know the, one of the other things that I, uh, that I just want to jump back. So that's our 12. So let me, let me just uh, recap. So we have crush it. Which we have also said is living the crush of the lifestyle. It's it's in everything that we do. It's never compromising on our product quality, being that we're a supplement company. Co- supplement companies. Uh, it's it's demanding the best of yourself. C O D G can't outdream God. Dream big. Uh, live passionately. So you know, have fun. Enjoy what you do. Um, you know, find what you're passionate about. Build community. You know, build our community culture. Build our environment that people enjoy. Uh, be a servant. So that's serving everyone. That's serving your clients. That's serving other businesses. That's serving people in the, um, in the community. That's cultivating relationships. Take risks and have faith. Uh, earn it. So you grind. Don't expect anything to be given to you. Um, you know, you're not entitled to anything. Be disciplined. Um, take ownership. Collect the gold dust. So don't be frivolous with money always choose ethics over the dollar or money and then and then um, stay humble um, one of the other things that I, I think is important which you could probably wave into um, take ownership um, it's kind of the flip side of taking ownership and that is forgive fast um, and forgive fully yes so I I try to do this Um I mean, I mean, you guys fuck up all the
2: time. Mm. That's <laughs> <says> the mistake. <laughs> yeah, that's how I knew Doug really loved me. And, and how'd you mess up today, Carl? <laughs> how'd I mess up today? Yeah. <laughs> um, I was I was late to the workout today. I forgot my notes to the thing. I had to go back and get
0: them. So like, but there's bigger things than that, yeah. right? And I. Have you ever really seen me mad like the printer paper that's a funny like we'd laugh about that but like have you ever seen me really mad and nowadays it's much bigger like there are much bigger mistakes that we make that cost tens of thousands of dollars yeah but have you ever really seen me like nope. super mad like hard, ready to fire hard you? hard to identify right so I think that's a great core value that a lot of people could live by and I know that's how I try to run the businesses there's I am looking for solutions. I'm not looking for harping on the problem. Yeah, we should figure out, well, why did that happen? Let's not do that again, right? Get better from it. Now, if you do it three times in a row, then you're just an idiot. You probably shouldn't be working here. But, like, um, focusing on how do we solve that problem as opposed to harping on this, that was a huge issue, um, I think is a big part of our culture. Um, And so... You I note that? Definitely not
1: good at that.
2: <laughs> I'm not the best at it either. Doug balances me.
1: The yin to your yang.
2: I, I I get. I'm very passionate.
1: I'm very passionate and emotional. Yes,
2: it's hard. And I wear, wear it, it on my, my sleeve. Work, we're very me, you,
1: Carl. We're very similar.
2: I had a talk And with you came
1: in members. yesterday, and uh, the way Doug was, you guys were interacting. I just watched me and Doug interacting and I was I was like yeah me and Carl like the same person <laughs> and Doug's <laughs> like the si- reacting the same to, to the same person just yeah i had
2: a – we had a situation at um, we were doing the build out at uh, Norfolk and um, um i got <laughs> get it in there like uh, I don't wanna do am i doing what do am i doing what am i doing now <laughs> what do i do with my hand but anyway so we're doing the build out there's like 8 of us there and a situation came about that was gonna that was gonna throw off the the rhythm that we were in with getting that store built. And ever, I let everybody know that I was not happy about what was going on. What was
0: the what was the situation?
2: And what it's very about? laughable. Okay. Right. And so we have a door and we have no key for that door and, and the door locked. And we couldn't get into the room that had all this stuff that I was trying to put together. You know, all your odds and ends that you have yeah. to put together for a store. So I had people, you know, doing shelves and we had people doing checking in of product, right? So I was like, all right, great. I'll be useful and I'll I'll put all this stuff together. So I look over at, at Franklin and I was like, where's the key? And he goes, it's at home. And I'm like, why the f*** is the key at home? And, and he's like all right, I'll go get it, I'll go get it. He's like, well, how long is that going to be? It's like an hour. I was like, an hour to go get a key? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I mean, I'm mean, i just, you know, and I'm not yelling at him. I'm just letting out my frustration right. so that everybody could see it, you yeah. know? And it's like, in retrospect, like, Carl, just control that, shit, you know, but right. in, in, in the well, moment, Well, you getting upset,
0: the key is, you getting upset did not help that situation. No, it didn't. It's not going to open the door faster. Nope. You know, it's just going to stress people out more yep. and be scared of a crazy Uncle Carl. Yep.
2: Yeah. You know, and so I pulled Franklin aside when we we're done. and I said, hey, dude, that had nothing to do. I'm not upset. I'm not disappointed with you. I was just upset because we're in this groove. We're trying to get the store opened up as quickly as we possibly can. And it's just like, I got to wait over this stupid key, you know? Yep. And so, yep. uh, yeah, so sometimes I have a hard time containing my emotions. I do too. And but uh, I've
1: learned that when there's an outburst <laughs> is that I need to address that outburst as
2: soon as I yes. recognize which, which it's possible. I'm getting right. better at doing that. I'm, I'm not getting, getting better good at, at I'm getting good at doing like that. that. I'm still
1: struggling yeah. on how to control that. Yeah. But. You know.
2: um, and we, we, we've had some instances in business here lately <laughs> um, where where Doug needed to balance out that situation because I got a little too emotional with the. What? I'm trying to think of what else. It uh, was with the uh, the one life stuff. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, and uh, which is all fun and you know it's, it's, we're gonna laugh at that. All, all all the parties associated will laugh at that. I know I I will bring that up. In oh the, in okay. The yeah you yeah, know? yeah yeah. But it's like because me and that person are both. High strong emotionally and yeah. so that was just
0: I had to walk some people back from the ledge <laughs> That was just that was just spraying. Well, my na- best is like uh, this was like f- three or four years ago Like uh, rule one was like our number one. Se- oh, yeah that's rule, rule one was like our number one selling protein like in our stores <laughs> And like they were like our top five brand or something right with the other two of the top five being like our brands yeah, and um, I forget what happened but somebody pissed you off one of the sales rep pissed you off so Carl literally said, like, cut them out of our store entirely. Like, like a snap. Okay, you're done. We're, this is our last order. We're cutting out. Everyone sends out like a team. And we're not ordering any more. Rule one. We're done. Oh, that was great. And I was like, Carl, like, we sell a lot of that, don't we? Like, what? Where are they on our store? Like, how much have we done last month? Yeah, we
2: sold like 50 grand last month. Like, I'm like, bro, what, what are you doing? <laughs> it had something to do with price structures and, and. A lot of those brands, which thank God they've all changed, but you well, know we don't even carry. You do of percentage of this and that, and then you get this, and I'm like, I think stop you probably wanted like everyday low pricing. Yeah, like stop we playing do. games with me. Yeah. Just give me the, the price. You know I'm going to keep ordering. Look at my track record with you. Like, no, I'm not. I'm not buying five grand at a time, and then you want me to spend ten grand. It's like I'm not giving you all this cash at once, bro. I said, like, right, they're cut off, rocks. bro. So you had to, you had to literally call back and be yeah, like, yeah, yeah call it back. Right. Yeah, let's call you. Yeah, you know. But but at the same time, I like reiterate not trying to get a victory out of this, but I reiterated like, Hey, this is why that went down. This is what I don't want to see moving forward. And it, and it was great because that particular instant, instant, uh, addressed all of those moving forward with all the brands that we've dealt with since then. You know, I, I, I preface that in every like, Hey, I'd, I'm not going to spend five grand up front. I'm not spending 10 grand up front. We're here to create a relationship, and after a year, you can look back and if we're everybody's happy, then great, and if we're not, then we'll address it then. But I'm not coming out of pocket ten grand for an opening order. Yeah. That's not the victory here. So,
0: well, that was our twelve core values, and I think maybe we even added one, or we at least uh, fleshed a couple of them out a little bit more during this conversation. So, uh, Carl, you're going to be sending this around to everyone at the nutrition corners. If nothing else, we'll have, you know, however many listeners there are as employees. Um, I think this is a great place to memorialize these. If you walk into this HQ here in Statesville and you see these tattooed on the wall, this episode will hopefully gave you some perspective and some idea of why we created these core values. And I think, um, for every business, really, no matter how large or how small, I think setting these from the beginning is a good first step in, um, help in culturating or other employees and when they come on creating that culture and as, as good guiding principles as you continue to grow so i think it's really important you guys have anything else to add
1: no, no it was great. it's great good fun. day
0: all right guys well i hope you enjoyed our first ever episode of ball, ball status, status. <laughs> all right guys till next time keep crushing it